Welcome. Happy Monday to you and you and you and you and you. Welcome to the Melanated Way. I'm Linda Entwee. We are covering season four, episode 10. What are you doing here? The family Chantel. I have so many emotions, you guys. We just did a really fun interview earlier today, and I'm still laughing. Like I, It looks like I've been crying, but they've been tears of joy. The interview had me cracking up. Definitely make sure to check out Terry Tomlinson, a.k.a. Ryan Asher. She's hilarious. Um, about all things this week in 90 Day Fiance. I died, y'all. I died. I died. It was the most hilarious interview ever. That being said, then I had to switch over to the family Chantel, and I just feel sad. It, it was so hard to watch this episode. It was so hard to see Pedro just being so mean. You know, it's clear that he's checked out. It's clear that, you know, he wants everyone to hate his wife. And I am just so, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I'm just, who is this Pedro? And like, like Mama Karen said, this 360 that you've done, like, we don't recognize you. And we've been following your journey for the last six years. And all of a sudden, you're this dude. This dude shows up talking crazy to his wife talking crazy about his wife to his his, sis, to his sister, to his mom, to everyone around him, his coworkers. It's not a good look. Like, I'm just not impressed at all. And like, why is he so mad? So he's saying he feels betrayed. And I'm like, how? How are you betrayed? Are you betrayed because your, your wife felt that she needed to lie to your face in order to go to the Dominican Republic to talk to your mom and mend that relationship? That's what, if that's what you're feeling betrayed about, say that. But the anger and hostility that you continue to display day in, day out, I just don't get it. I, I honestly, I just don't get it. So he shows up at the hotel. Uh, he's mad because Chantel went to talk to his mom, quote, behind his back. And he's there to give his side of the story. And again, like, I just feel like he's completely missing the point. She went there to mend the relationship because she's never had a relationship with Mama Lydia. And because Pedro, we all know, had to fight to have a relationship with the family Chantel, she felt like, okay, you feel like I'm not making an effort to know your family. Let me finally go and try to make an effort. And I get that we're having problems. I get that we're fighting, but that's the catalyst that pushed her over the edge to say, hey, I want to fight for my marriage. And if that means that I have to have a relationship with your mom, then that's what I'm going to do. But Pedro doesn't see, see it like that. He's like, what are you doing here? You wanted to come here and do what? Talk about me, tell your side of the story, be the victim. And she's like, no, I wanted to come here to talk to your mom to fix things. And he's like, you have nothing to fix with my mother. Oh, Lord. And Chantel's being super calm. She's poolside. She's trying to like just be chill. She's like, you know, I talked to your mom. She's on our side. And he's like, I don't care if she's on my side. She doesn't decide for me. Well, you just said last episode that your mom has a huge influence on you and you kind of basically do what she says. So what? Um, and then he just started cussing her out. He's like, you're effing lying to me. You come here by yourself, you don't tell me, and you lied to my mom by saying 
you know, I was working too much and I wasn't paying attention to you and I didn't have time for you. You're a liar. You're an effing liar. Um, and you didn't tell her the other side, you know? And she's like, well, I don't know your side because you don't communicate with me. You don't talk to me. So I don't know your side. So yeah, I told her my side and how I see our relationship going. And he's like, you don't know my side. You don't know how you've been treating me. He's like, you call me an effing cheater. You you don't support me. You don't listen to me. You don't hear me. And I'm like, well, Pedro, honestly, like, let's take this all the way back to the beginning. Chantel has only ever been the person that's in your corner. In all the fights, even with all the crazy stuff that has happened with her family, she's always supported you and she's always taking your side. So I don't know if we're trying to change the narrative because now you're feeling some type of way but if you sit down and really think about the fact that this woman brought you over to america pay for your that whole process the k-1 visa process you couldn't work for months and months and months and months and months and months and months if not longer and so she supported you until you could work because you got your green card and even then you worked at a warehouse while she was going to school and working so like what are you talking about that she hasn't done anything for you i i just i i honestly don't get it um he says that he tells chantelle what he needs and what he wants most of the time well from what we've seen most of the time sounds like rarely ever And you've even admitted that you're not the best communicator and you don't communicate, you hold everything in. But now you're trying to act like, again, you're flipping the script and you're saying, hey, you communicate your needs and your wants most of the time. Really? Is that where we're going to go now? Is that what we're going to say? Is that the new storyline? Because again, we've been with you for six years and, and, self-proclaimed, you say you're not the best communicator, so. He's also mad about these Gucci glasses that Chantel bought for his mom. And we all know Chantel's, uh, excuse me, Lydia, Pedro's mom, is a gold digger and she loves gifts. You buy her a gift, an especially expensive gift, then you won your, your way to her heart. And I think Pedro's more mad that he knows that his mom is a gold digger than the fact that Chantel bought the Gucci glasses because he's mad that now the mom has sided with Chantel and he wants his mom to hate her. He actually likes the fact, hey, Nikki girl, hey, girl, hey. He actually likes the fact that there's strife in the relationship and that way he can keep each each side separate and he can be in the middle knowing everything that's happened. So the fact that Lydia took Chantel's side because of the gift. That's what he's mad about. He's mad that she knew what to do in order to get into Lydia's good graces. That's what he's really mad about. But he's like, no, you know what? You're taking advantage of the situation because we're fighting. And, you know, how low can you be? And I was like, you want to talk about being low? Why don't you talk about how your mom can just be easily bought off? How about that? She flip-flops her 
her side. She flip-flops what she believes. She flip-flops her view depending on what the gift or what the money is. That That's who she is. So if we want to talk about being low, let's talk about how low you can go because you're a gold digger. <clears throat> so they're at poolside. They're fighting. He's cussing her out. They kind of get into this weird scuffle because Pedro wants to walk away from her and not have anything to do with her. And Chantel wants him to stay and talk um, to her. So she grabs his bag. He yanks it back. Um, and then she grabs his passport and she gets it. And she sits down. She puts it in her little clutch. And he's like, give me my passport back. No, give me my passport back. No. And they go back and forth. And she's like, you know what? Sit down grab a drink and you and I are going to fix our marriage right now. And I was like, bravo, Chantel, like bravo forcing him to talk to you because he's the same person that just earlier said that he talks to you and you don't listen. He says he tries to communicate his needs and you don't listen. Well, here you are trying to listen to him and guess what? He's not communicating his needs. He just wants to yell at you and then bounce. So we flip over to Nicole. And I just want to say, I had to take a breath there because I have never met such, not met, but seen such a mean girl. This, this woman has evil permeating out of her pores. And I, I have just not seen it recently in recent times i just have not seen how crazy evil this someone can be so we all know that nicole you know is suffering after a miscarriage and that part is terrible right it's terrible for her and i feel for her but she's also pushing everyone away so alejandro wants to come to the dr to support her but she doesn't want him to come and she she's acting like she's being irritated and and inconvenienced by her boyfriend wanting to come to support her um, and she thinks it's the wrong time because Chantel's in town and Pedro's in town. And so it just wouldn't be good timing. But it sounds to me like you're just trying to cover your ass because you have issues with Chantel, you have issues with Pedro, and you have issues with Alejandro. So really, it's not about the bad timing. It's about you want to face all the issues that you have with all the people in your life. Like, you guys just sit back and think about who she's fighting with. She's fighting with almost everyone that's in her inner circle. The only person that she's not fighting with is Karima, but she's not fighting with Karima because she hasn't told Karima the truth about everything that she's going through. <sighs> Ridiculous. That, that part. Nikki said, I thought after her miscarriage, Nicole would be softer, more kind, compassionate, but she only got nastier. Facts. Those are straight facts, Nikki. She only got nastier. So she meets with Karima to gossip and get their eyebrows done. And she says she's pretending to be happy. And I was like, well, why are you pretending to be happy? If Karima's supposed to be your bestie, why not tell her the truth? That, like, those are the type of friends that you don't need. Like, you're going to pretend and act like everything's okay. And 
you're all willing to gossip about everyone else's issues, but you're not going to be real about yourself and real about what you're going through. Part of the reason, like Nikki just said, part of the reason you're so nasty is because you're not being honest with yourself or anyone else around you. So you're holding all that hostility in and then you're spewing negativity and anger out to everyone that's around you. It's a bad look. So instead of being honest with Karima, um, she's like gossiping. So she tells Karima that Chantel showed up at her mom's house, ambush style, and that Pedro and Chantel are having problems. Um, and then she goes off on the most disgusting tirade that I've, I've seen yet. So she talks about how no one could put up with Chantel in the U.S. That's why she had to find a man from another country, an innocent man who didn't know what a hot mess she was. And then Karima jumps in and becomes nasty girl number two. So you got two mean girls talking shit to each other. And that, like, who who needs enemies when you have friends like this? Honestly. So Karima jumps in and says she doesn't think that Pedro and Chantel's marriage is going to last much longer. Coming from the two girls, Karima, I haven't seen you with the man ever. So what are you talking about? What knowledge do you have about, about marriage? And Nicole, you were dating a dude that was married, literally married. So again, what knowledge do you have about marriage? And how can you act like you're an expert and talk about anything? And let's not forget, let's throw Mama Lydia in there too. Mama Lydia has been the side chick. She had two babies at the side chick. And her sugar daddy was like, F you and the children. I was here for a good time. I was never about to be about that life. I was never about to settle down with you. So what does even Mama Lydia know about marriage so the three of you bitter betties are going to talk shit about chantelle and her marriage sorry not sorry she married your son your brother your friend what'd y'all do i'll wait because sounds to me like the three of you are single and lydia has been single a long time when when since her being a side chick, has she ever been in a relationship? Let's talk about that. Has she ever been married? No. Again, she was a baby mama side chick. Karima, where's your man at? Because clearly you have too much time on your hand to be talking shit about someone else's marriage. She goes on. Nicole goes on to say Pedro didn't know that Chantel was in town and Chantel lied to him and he thinks she's terrible, blah, 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 she goes on. She says she'd be happy if the marriage ended. And then you know what Karima said? Karima offers to help. Karima offers to help end the marriage. Nicole's like, you know what? Yeah, you should go comfort him. And she's like, yeah, we have unfinished business. He didn't take me up on when he had a chance. And that's why he's going through what he's going through now. And she's not ruling out that her and Pedro at some point could spend some time together. Can you imagine, y'all, any of you guys that are married, can you imagine 
that there are women out there that are plotting and planning to get with your husband. Not any other dude. They're plotting and planning to get with your husband. There are women out there, like Karima, who are waiting on the sidelines to pounce. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. Like, no, I don't want that man. I want your man. And it all stems from jealousy. I'm convinced that the biggest person that's jealous, the, the most jealous person of Chantel is Nicole. The second most jealous person is Karima. Better Day says, the sad thing is that it does happen a lot. Wedding rings attract women like that. Those, those are facts. Better days, you're preaching facts. You are not wrong. I just find it crazy that, like I said, there are women out there that are like, no, I don't want that man. I want your man. I find it just crazy to me. So Karima and Nicole are plotting, planning to break Chantel and Pedro up. And both would be happy if that marriage ended. And I just think it's terrible. Then we go back to Atlanta and Mama Karen, who's my favorite, and Papa Thomas. They're dressed up. They're dancing. They've been married for 37 years. And don't forget, I contrasted that to Lydia, who's never been married. She's only been the side chick. So I don't know like how you think you have any knowledge or experience when it comes to marriage when you've never been married and you've never actually even been in a proper relationship. So like, you know, I don't know. What is the don't throw don't throw rocks when you live in a glass house or whatever? I just don't get it. So anyways, they've been married for 37 years. They try to keep their relationship spicy. They do date night every week, which I think is amazing considering they've been married for 37 years. Um, but one of the things that we learned about each them is that they love each other's company. Uh, yeah, where's the girl code? That part, Nikki, that part. So they love each other's company. And again, after 37 years, I think that's a beautiful thing. And so they're off for their date night and they're chatting about how Chantel has been less open. And, you know, Karen and Chantel are like this and they talk all the time. They share everything. They're up in each other's business, but Karen has no, has seen that Chantel has pulled back from her and has not been as open as she used to be. And, you know, she still thinks that Chantel and Pedro are on this marriage retreat. And she didn't even actually really know that, Chantel and Pedro were having as many problems as they're having. And Thomas says, you know, maybe Pedro's plan this whole time was to break away after seven years. And he's like, I don't know. I'm just speculating. But again, that's the thing that if you guys remember from the get go, when we met them on 90 Day Fiance before they had the spinoff, that was Mama Karen's concern from the jump is that this fool is using my daughter. Right. That was the big thing. 
And then, so I have to read it exactly because this is a Mama Karen-ism and I love her Mama Karen-isms and I, I had to write it verbatim. So Mama Karen is in the car and after Papa Thomas is like, you know, maybe it was a scam the whole time, you know? I hear that after seven years, a lot of uh, these men break away and cause problems in the relationship just so that they can leave. And Mama Karen says, there is a scam. The ladies, mi amigas, up there at the Terejo, at the Escuela, they told me about some scams. Some of these ladies were from the Dominican Republic and they brought their boyfriends here. Everything was swell for six and a half years. Then the men would treat them really, really mean. And she's like, it's like what Pedro is doing right now. It's called the Swanky Panky. Wait, what? Who 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 called it that? I've never heard of Swanky Panky before. I need more information. <sighs> Vanessa says society teaches women to compete against each other. We have to unlearn it and teach our daughters differently. That part. That part. So the Swanky Panky when some men from the Dominican Republic pull a fast one on their women because they're trying to just get the green card. It's called the swanky panky. Learn something new. And Mama Karen goes on to say, like, she can't imagine that that's what Pedro is doing. And she'd be so disappointed because she has a bond with Pedro. And it's, it's hard to believe that her son-in-law uh, can turn a 360 on her daughter and use her like that. And she went on to say that she originally thought that's what he was doing. So it's hard for her to fathom that someone could be that manipulative and evil that he would stay for six or seven years knowing that the marriage was fake, knowing that he had a plan the whole time. And I was like, you know, it, this is not new, you know? And I get that Pedro's been in this relationship longer, but Again, I need to refer you guys to Luis and Molly and how Luis did the 360 and he didn't even last like a couple of years. And he bounced and got remarried to another lady and left that lady. Anyway, he could stay in the U.S. Because if you guys don't forget, a few years ago before the pandemic, he was supposed to be deported. But then he went and bounced to another lady so that he wouldn't get deported. It's ridiculous is ridiculous it's ridiculous so and then i personally have my own concerns about love in paradise 90 day fiance love in paradise about johan and his intentions and he's also from the dominican republic so you know we know that that's a thing and i'm just saying like uh, uh, uh we got to think about these things um so Mama Karen goes on to say that, you know, with her 37 years of experience being married, she has hoped that she set a good example of a good relationship for her children. Um, and she says the secret is always the same. So what is the secret to having a successful, long lasting marriage? Time, patience, 
caring, and understanding. Time, patience, caring, and understanding. And the other secret to a man's heart is to tickle his funny bone. And I didn't know that those were the secrets, but I believe her. And I believe her because she's been married for 37 years, y'all. 37 years. So we flip back to the Dominican Republic. Um, Pedro and Chantel are still fighting. Pedro says she acts like a child all the time and she's never acted like a woman. Pedro, you weren't saying that last year or the year before or the year before that. Okay. But now that you're mad, you want to pull out all the punches and you want to talk shit for real to the one woman that stood by your side and you want to forget all the things that she's done for you. Okay. Let's talk about that. They're fighting. Chantel's sick of it. She's like, fine, just go. She gives him back his passport. And then she walks into the hotel lobby and says, you know, Pedro, I need you to know that everything that I've done, I've done out of love. And then she just goes into her room. Now, one of the things I do want to mention, side note, first of all, Chantel is beautiful. Chantel is a beautiful woman. Chantel has the best bathing suits ever. I don't know where she gets her bathing suit. I know she gets them custom made. But every time I see her like on her social media and she's on vacation or whatever, and she's got a bikini on, they're like fire bikinis. Never seen them before. Fire. <clears throat> fire. Just fire. Um, that being said, she goes into her room and what was so sad is that Pedro checks in and Pedro's checked in to a separate room and he is continuing to talk shit about Chantel saying she doesn't believe that he, that she came there for pure intentions. She's only there to save her own ass and make things right with her and his mom, but also try to make him look like a clown. That is absolutely not why she went there. Absolutely not. Chantel went there because she doesn't have a relationship with Lydia. She knows Lydia is important to you as well as helps you make your decisions in life. So she wants to form a relationship with, with Lydia, just like how you formed a relationship with the family Chantel. If we go back to the beginning, you and the family Chantel did not get along for many years. And now you were able to turn it around. And so she's hoping that she'll be able to turn it around as well. So he's continuing to talk shit about her and says that Chantel contradicts herself. He told her, she told him not to talk to her mom about their issues and then turned around and talked to his mom about their issues. So he's mad about that. And so he's going to meet with his mom to explain his side of the story. So he meets with her at like a cafe or whatever and says that this woman is driving me crazy. She's never approached you before. And then says, why were you so good to her? So Pedro wants his mom, like I said earlier, he wants his mom to hate his wife. He wants her to be strife in their relationship. He wants to be the center and have the two women in his life um, hate each other and not communicate. So he first asked her, why were you so good to her? Why were you so nice to her? And then she's like, well, I had to welcome her. 
why is that nice? Like she came to my door. What should I do? Should I not let her in? And honestly, he didn't want her to let, let Chantel in. He didn't want her to have anything to do with Chantel at all. And Lydia said both Pedro and Nicole have questioned her about letting Chantel into the house. Can you imagine that's your daughter-in-law and your son is like, don't let my wife into the house. Uh, Pedro, you're the problem. You're the problem. As far as I'm concerned, you're the problem. You want all this drama and you want your families to be separate and you complain that you don't want all this strife, but you create the strife. You literally flew from Atlanta to come and talk shit about your wife to your mother and then question your mother because your mom was being nice to her for real. Pedro goes on saying that he spent all these years working for her, washing her clothes, cooking for her, helping her with everything. He never complained. He never complained to his mom, never talked about it. He, his words, spent his whole life helping her to be a better person and achieve something in her life. Then he says, she tells him to get a job, to go to school, to study. Why are those bad things? Because he wasn't doing anything with his life, but playing video games. And all of that is true. All of the part where he wasn't doing shit, but playing video games. He used to go on Twitch with Nicole from Nicole and Azan for hours, working at a warehouse, coming home and being on the computer and doing Twitch all day. So Nicole's like, what do you, excuse me. Chantel's like, what are you doing with your life? Like, you just can't sit around and play video games and go to your warehouse job all day, every day. Meanwhile, she's working and going to nursing school. And yeah, you probably did do her cooking and cleaning and all the things because don't forget, you couldn't work. You didn't have a green card when you first arrived. So all those things that you were doing in the beginning, it's because you ain't got no job, fool. So yeah, if you're home all day, you might want to do some cooking and cleaning while your wife is working and going to nursing school. Then when you did get your green card and you got a warehouse job, your, your wife was still working and still getting her nursing degree. So you have a little bit more free time. So guess what? Yeah, you're probably cooking and cleaning. But if you were in it for the right reasons, you guys are both supporting each other in different parts of your lives. And as she gets her degree and it's your turn, then she supports you. But she's already in her career. And you've been in your career for five minutes. You took a 72-hour 72 72-hour 72 real estate course while your wife got her BSN in nursing. So now he feels like he's working. He has a career that is equivalent to Chantel's career. And he's pissed that he has to tell her, ask her, please clean, please cook. Um, and she gets upset because she doesn't like to be bossed around. And he feels like she spends her entire life vacationing and working three days a week and hasn't supported him at all. 
Uh, let's go back to the pandemic that we've just lived through for the past few years and how nurses were in the front line and whether they work three days or four days a week, it's not like they work three days for five hours in chill situations. Okay. Nurses in the front line, especially these last few years, they work their ass off. I don't care if you're working for three days and you're working 12, 14, 18 hour shifts back to back to back to back. Well, people are dying all around you and you want to come here, Pedro, and talk shit about your fucking real estate job and your 72-hour course. And then you want to turn around and say that she doesn't deserve to rest on her days off. You better stop it. You better stop it. You better respect those frontline workers. You better respect your wife as a nurse and all that she's done in her nursing career thus far and how hard she works and how draining that job can be just don't even get me started what you're not about to do is disrespect the nurses that's what you're not about to do pedro so lydia must have forgotten about the gucci glasses because all of a sudden she's flipped the script because you know lydia's flip floppy like this and she tells him that Chantel is an insecure person that doesn't want Pedro to grow. She wants to keep him down like her mom, Karen, does with Thomas. Calls Thomas weak and a wimp. And I was like, okay, so again, let me get this straight. The side chick who had two illegitimate kids is going to come for the woman that has been married for 37 years and call that relationship weak, call that man a wimp, you might want to turn around and look at your ex and see why that fool didn't support you while you said to all of us that you went starving some days because he would not send you money for the two illegitimate kids that you had. But you want to turn around and talk shit about the stable family of five? Is that what we're doing now? That you're an expert in great relationships, stable relationships, healthy relationships? Lydia, you the side chick are going to turn around and call them weak and wimpy? You better step aside. You better step all the way aside. What you should do is go ahead and get yourself your own man. Because again, we've been with you for six years and we've yet to see you have a man. All we've seen you do is be up in your children's business and sabotaging the relationship that they're in. So they can't be in any type of relationship unless it includes you. You don't like Alejandro. He's not good enough. You don't like Chantel. She's not good enough. But you want Pedro to go to America, bring you to America and buy you a house. Aren't you supposed to be a lawyer? Because every time I see you, girl, you're at home. So as a lawyer, should you not have some principles and morals and respect for yourself? Rather than tearing other people down, especially your own daughter-in-law and even your own daughter, you told your own daughter to her face that she wasn't worth half a penny. So to me, nothing you say sounds sounds great. Nothing you say sounds it has like it has any validity to it. It sounds to me like you're just an old bitter Betty. And all these young, beautiful women, you're trying to tear them down. That's what it sounds like to me. And 
the fact that you want to come for someone that has 37 years under their belt married from as from the side chick girl girl go and take several seats sit down in a corner and reevaluate the things that come out of your mouth thank you then she goes on to ask pedro if he still loves Chantel. And he pauses and says, I can't. I want to achieve things in my life. So you can't love your wife because you feel like you want to achieve some things in your life. I personally think that in a relationship, you both work together to build the future that you want together and you both support each other. But if you don't think that that's something you can do with Chantel, then you then you need to communicate that immediately. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Go back to the ATL. Uh, we have this little random scene, but I love it because it's Mama Karen. So Mama Karen loves gardening, helps clear her mind, helps her think, and orders her energies. And she says that she wants to exist in a vibrational energy of abundance. And it just really reminded me of Darcy and her... her um, like sayings that she says to herself, love, romance, peace, honor, keeping my eye on the prize, go for it, girl. Like, you know, all of that self-help stuff. That's what it really reminded me of. And I just thought it was funny. So she's sitting in her garden, you know, embracing the abundance of vibrational energy she calls her daughter Chantel and asks how Arizona is. And don't forget that Chantel has lied and said that her and Pedro are in Arizona on a marriage counseling seminar trip. And so <laughs> Mama Karen's like, you know, I don't know if you really know what Arizona is about, but you need to look out for sidewinders and tarantulas and scorpions. So I was like, Mama Karen. What what are you talking about right now? <laughs> she asked how the marriage retreat is and you know what activities have they done so far? And Chantel, y'all had to think quick because you know she's not in Arizona and she's definitely not in a marriage retreat. So she's like, uh uh, yeah, we did some communication once. And then because Mama Karen is bright, she's like, Well, like what? And the first thing that comes out of Chantel's mouth is, well, we the first activity we did was one that we were not supposed to talk to each other. And Mama Karen said, if that's the activity you did, you guys could have stayed home a la casa. She's not wrong. You guys already don't talk. You didn't pay, have to pay anyone to tell you not to talk to each other because you were all already doing that. Thought it was hilarious. Hey, Linda. Hey, girl. Hey. <sighs> Tell you. So, after he meets and talks shit with about Chantel with his mom, he goes back to the hotel and knocks on Chantel's door. To tell Chantel that his mom is going to be their mediator. He clearly, again, missed the point of her trip. 
her trip wasn't i don't i don't need the side chicks input into our relationship i came to fix my relationship with the side chick but i don't need her involving herself in our relationship how did you miss that but pedro thinks that he went that Chantel went down there to spill the tea about their issues and he feels like she she only gave one side so he came down to give his side and now all of a sudden mama Lydia is going to be the mediator that's absolutely not the point of this whole trip but here we are Chantal says I didn't go to your mom's house to badmouth you I went there to show you I'm willing to work on a relationship um, to make things better. And part of making things better is reestablishing my relationship or establishing a relationship with Mama Lydia. And he is not buying it. So she slams the door in his face. He's knocking, open the door, open the door. And she's like, no, change your attitude. And she's sad, right? Because she really does want to fix her marriage. She's like, you know, I don't, I don't think I should have to chase after my husband for attention, affection, or conversation. And you know what? You're absolutely right. No person in a relationship should have to chase their partner for attention, affection, and communication. Don't do it. That person doesn't want to be with you. If they don't want to give you attention, affection, and conversation, guess what? Unfortunately, you're going to have to move on. If they don't want to make an effort to make things better, then you're going to have to reevaluate why you want to be with that person. So they're staying in separate rooms in the same hotel. And, you know, Chantel is sad about that too, because there's really no explanation for her staying away from her husband. So Pedro keeps knocking, knocking, knocking. Finally, she's like, okay, just come in if you want. He comes in. She's like, you know, what do you want long-term Pedro? And he's like, well, I want to do this mediation with my mom. So that's what I want. And she's like, well, it doesn't really matter what your mom thinks. It matters what we think. I didn't come here for your mom's opinion, but I'll do it if that's what you want to do. And Pedro, that's what he wants to do. He also talks about, yes, Nikki, yes. Pedro has checked out of his marriage. He's also said that he's lost respect in the relationship and I feel like he's just making 100% excuses to get out. Like he, like Nikki just said, has checked out 100% from this relationship. And he's finding every and any excuse to continue to poke holes wherever he sees cracks. So they're going to meet with the mom the next day. But in the meantime, he's going to, meet up with his sister to reconcile his relationship with her. You know, he hasn't seen her since the last time he was in the Dominican Republic and they fought and she threw the glass and all the things. So they sit down, Nicole apologizes to him. Um, She says her behavior was bad and, you know, she's speaking English because she's practicing her English. Um, And so she says, I want to say sorry, Pedro, um, from my heart. And he corrects her and says, you mean from your heart, right? Because she's practicing her English. She's like, you know, my English is not perfect, but I'm trying. And she goes on to say that she wants to take care of Pedro during his marriage crisis because she really cares about him a lot. And 
uh, actually, I'm just going to leave that right there. I'm going to leave that right there. So they talk a little bit more. Pedro's ready to move on, leave the fight in the past, and forgive Nicole. And so now that Nicole's forgiven, guess what she does? She goes on her I hate Chantel tirade and is trying to flip her own brother against his own wife. So she tells him that Chantel doesn't deserve him, that he should go for a divorce, um, and she's not good enough for him, all the things. She goes in hard, y'all. And again, this whole episode just showed how nasty she was inside, how nasty she can be and get. The pettiness is outrageous to me. So Pedro's like, well, let me ask you about Alejandro. You know, what's going on with Alejandro? And she's like, I don't know. And he starts laughing. He's like, oh my God, are you taking him back? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to give him another chance. Yeah, you do. You were just pregnant by him. So that last trip, y'all got jiggy jiggy. What was that about? So then Pedro did something that I thought was really petty. He compared Chantel and Alejandro as the two people that are tearing the family Pedro apart. So the two people that your mom hates are all of a sudden the people that you think are the problem in this whole situation. I'm sorry, Pedro, but you need to look at your own mother. You need to look at your own sister, okay? And think about what problems they bring to the table. Because again, I don't need to go into it fully again, but your mom was the side chick. We haven't seen her ever in a real relationship. We haven't seen her work and she's supposed to be a lawyer. We've only seen her say disgusting, mean things to all the women in her life, including your sister and her own daughter. And then we've seen her tear down her daughter-in-law. And all she wants from you is to bring her to America and buy her a house. So why don't you start there? Then let's look at your sister who has only nasty things to say about all the women. She had nasty things to say about the women um, in the pageant she was in. She had nasty things to say about your wife. She even talks crazy about her mom because your mom is mean to her and she knows it and it's affecting her self-esteem. So instead of dealing with all of that resentment and hostility and insecurity that she has within her because your mom has instilled those things in her instead of dealing with that maybe going for therapy and dealing with that instead she spews out more negativity so if we want to talk about who the issue is we probably shouldn't blame Chantel and Alejandro what we should probably do is look within your own family and look at the history of your family. Because Nicole's the same person that said, look at all the women in our family. They were all side chicks. So let's look at where their morals and standards are and how they feel like it's okay to be with someone else's man. Okay? And then while you're doing that, you're doing some self-reflection, take a look at your best friend, Karima, who is willing to steal someone else's man. And not just someone else's man, someone else's husband.
Nicole goes on to be even more disgusting by lying to Pedro's face and saying that Chantel told Lydia that Pedro is a bad man and so that he should leave Chantel. Nowhere in there, nowhere did Chantel ever call Pedro a bad man. Nowhere in there. But Nicole is making all this shit up because now that her and Pedro are talking again, her words verbatim, she's going to take every opportunity to tell him how bad Chantel is and that he deserves better so that he leaves her and never looks back. Can you imagine being that nasty and evil? that you lie to your own brother's face after you haven't talked for months and months and months because of your also your bad behavior. And now 30 seconds into him forgiving you, you go back to that same shitty bad behavior. Make it make sense, y'all. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Better Day says, yeah, that was a bad game of telephone. The lies. Make it make sense. So next week, we're going to see the mediation, the sit down. And I feel like that's going to be interesting. Um, until then, you guys, thank you for joining me. Don't forget to like and subscribe and support the show. I appreciate you guys so very much. And have a wonderful rest of evening. Bye for now. <laughs>